2: Sidework presents Add Ons with Brooke Van Poplin and Andrea Wallace. All right, you guys, we're back. Welcome to another episode of Add Ons, your Whoa. bonus content for the week from Sidework Podcast. It's Brooke and Andrea. Um, that's our second theme song of the show. <laughs> the guac is no extra charge. Who knew? Oh no Oh boy oh boy oh boy We hope you guys are really loving add-ons We did get like a really fun little review um, That was pretty broad across the board Just saying that we're fucking awesome Not saying but you guys we would love to hear your Feedback feedback Not bead back that's different Feedback on what you're thinking about add-ons Smash those five stars But you know just tell us how we're doing Yeah or or view subscribe Or or say that we're pretty and have Have actually like flattering hair
0: Cuts, you know, right. for the first Smart time in our
2: and pretty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Flattering haircuts for the first time in our lives. Yeah. I mean, she's not wrong, guys. <laughs> I'm
0: just kidding. I'm 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 about to embark on a major hair overhaul, but oh. uh it'll it'll happen soon. I'm gonna have a flattering haircut again instead of this pandemic
2: mop. Um, (laughs) anywho, anywho. Well, today, you know, all these like fun topics we're thinking about talking with add-ons. There's a million, obviously, avenues we could go down, but I thought we would strut down the topic, if you will, of shoes on the work job, work job. What did I say? Shoes in the workplace. That's what we're going to chat about today.
0: Specifically when your workplace is the very unsafe uh, environment of a bar
2: or restaurant. At the footwear that you wear, those black beat-up beauties that you you just never would wear anywhere else, Brooke. Let's admit it. No, (laughs) uh, no. Case in point, I had a pair of... Disgusting uh, black shoes. I picked up at payless that I, at my Buca de Beppo, a job, you know, because there was so much marinara sauce, and there was always a couple inches of dishwater in the dish pit. We all know what happens. <laughs> those shoes just soaked up all that delicious, you know, marinade, if you will. Um, and they just never left the premise. They just stayed in my locker the entire time. Never would I wear those shoes. To, like, my worst enemy's house, I wouldn't, you know? It's, like, mm-hmm. just the smell would just waft off
0: them. I do remember in an early episode, our first ever having James done like, his dishwashing shoes, his dish pit shoes, they would have to be left outside, and they were so caked with, like, food particles and crumbs and nastiness that he would come outside, and, like, birds and mice would be feeding off them like it was a <laughs> bird feeder. <laughs>
2: oh my god did you have good shoes like for the most part I mean we all there's a learning
0: curve there's a learning curve because it's taken me to my into my 40s to invest in myself as a professional (laughs) Mm -hmm. of any sort I can very confidently say absolutely not I never spent the money for appropriate shoes I was just having a complete flashback so some of you are way too young to know this brand of shoe. I'm sure they're still out here, but I used to love wearing rocket dog shoes. Oh yeah. And while some are very cute, they are notorious, as I know, for the least amount of protection. Like, like I so have protection never, and support, if you will. I, I have never smelled anything like the inside of a rocket dog shoe and I would wear it with like socks, nylons. It wasn't always a barefoot situation. My other friends who had them were like what is with these fucking shoes? <laughs> they were like colonies like like the 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 arch support was clearly made out of like a colony of mold that was waiting for your sweat and bacteria. <laughs> and like
2: all man-made product, by the way. Like right. Nothing, nothing natural about this. No.
0: So like, like very punk, rocky, fun shoes that gave me an aesthetic. But like my worst nightmare was like, what if I go hook up with someone after my bar, you know, cause I'm still hanging out after my bar shift. And I, I was like, if I have to take off
2: my shoes there's no way anyone's doing any funky stuff with me.
1: <laughs>
2: there's no way. You're like, my shoes are doing enough funky stuff for the two of us, bro. Um, oh, yeah. would you, was there traction on these shoes? Like, or were you just like, Oh slip hell, city.
0: No slip city girl. And, and I think too, like it, I need a little. I need a little less support in general because um my arches are pretty good, you know. So I'm I'm sort of like I would wear borderline slippers that kind of worked for me. Um, yeah, they looked like my little ninja shoes. you like which little I used to ballet
2: love. flats or whatever.
0: Totally, would, mm-hmm, it, it mm-hmm. really worked for me. But at the end of the day. We would be pounding,
2: especially at our old job, uh, on like a stone floor Ugh.
0: for hours on end. Yeah, and that you is where like- I
2: definitely know that I got like my plaster fasciitis like started at that job specifically. And,
0: and when I look back on it too, like had I ever dropped anything heavy, I would have just crushed my little tootsies because of the terrible, terrible choice of footwear that I oh, used yeah. to.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: But it's oh, a yeah. big deal. It becomes your obsession with like... How to get through the shift And the type of job And it is the most One of the most essential things To yeah, su- succeeding at, at The industry There's a lot industry.
2: From like you, What your uniform standard Has to look like To like you not wearing Wanting to wear shoes That are like So ugly and gross To like <laughs> You know, even like Brandy Barber came on and they got they had like designer shoes that were given to them as part of their uniform because it's just like such a cool aesthetic, you know. But there are several varieties of different shoes that you can wear in order to get through your shifts, you know, and there's a backstory that we're going to slip into for sure. Um, And it all starts with safety, basically. So like. As for the research I did the first safe work shoes were called sabots, and they popped up in France and Belgium and Italy and the Netherlands in the 16th century and Brooke this harkens to your lineage yeah these are fucking wooden clogs dude they're wooden clogs like the adorable like Holland shoes that we see that are now like novelty you might have a teeny little pair that like Sits on a shelf in your, mm-hmm. you know, in your office just for decor. Like you might have one little one hanging off a keychain key, but they were basically the original croc and the original right. work boot. Okay, and they were fucking peasant shoes made out of necessity. So they're carved out of wood, and like they. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know believe me my my aunt and uncle
0: who are also in, insanely dutch they have a pair of real clogs that they keep yeah. over by their sabots. fireplace and yeah. i have yep sabots i have put my feet in the sabbats and you're like it's like a fucking wooden canoe on each <laughs> yeah, foot yeah
2: for sure so carved out of wood Sometimes they would have leather on them <laughs> Sometimes they wouldn't But I think for all you know Like purposes of like imagery in our mind Just think of a fucking wooden clog Okay so because it's wood They would protect your feet From heavy and sharp objects Like a fucking cow stepping <laughs> on your foot Think about that Or like a like a Sith Like slicing your toes off And a Sith is like you know Like old time It's a it's a, what the Grim Reaper carries It's an old a very scythe, French Scythe or scythe scythe, scythe. 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 Okay. scythe. I, yeah what you know or something super sharp like slicing your fucking toes off basically all and of this- these harsh sort of like harvesting tools mm-hmm. yeah like i'm a farmer i'm a dairy farmer i work in a i am a maid i'm a you know so yeah i work in a winery i don't know all of these like very like lower class jobs where you just have to like literally like Hang out in the shit to get stuff done. Um, so, this was the norm for almost three centuries. Wow. This wow. type of shoe. And during the early industrial revolution, workers used sabots to destroy mar- machinery by throwing them into the gears of factories to stop production. And that's where the fucking word sabotage comes from right it's a sabotage i throw my sabot in the wheel <laughs> and a sabotage <laughs> they're like fuck fuck you wood clog yeah. it's fuck not you as, in your cog bitch
0: it's not as catchy when you're like it's a wooden clog
2: do, 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 do. i'm gonna fuck up your cog with my clog um anyways fun fact very fun fact Okay, so then we cut to the 20th century where, like, liability and compensation rights for workers are becoming laws and companies are forced to make workplaces safer. So... Prior to all these laws, it was cheaper and faster to replace injured employees. Be cool, right, Brooke? They'd basically be like, oh, dad, like, fell down and died, but it's cool. Like, now, like, Billy, who's 17, has to go, like, replace him. Like, that's basically what happened. There
0: were no fucking laws. No laws, no workers' rights. So these are, yeah, this is, like, before labor unions really became... The norm in yep, general, and then
2: unions change things, mm-hmm. and then they're like, "Well, I guess we have to put safe, safety standards in place, otherwise, we're really going to have to pay out for this because the law's saying that." And yeah. I, I have to say, if
0: you know, I, we say it every once in a while. Like, I'm a big fan of the American History Podcast, The Dollop, which some mm-hmm. of you might also listen to. But this this past week, they put out uh, an episode about the origin and history of taxicabs. And, like, the big war they got into. But it, this is when, like, again, you didn't pay workers' living wage, nor were they ever protected. So, like, right. the solution back then for taxi drivers being horrible and mean and rude and borderline criminals who were driving you around, they were like, instead of paying them livable wages and seeking out people who we can hold to a standard because they pay them well enough, they were just going to replace all the gross men with women. And, and then... But it was I don't hate
2: like, I don't hate this idea. <laughs> I know, but it was also like, yeah, but women aren't allowed to drive yet. It, it's, I it was just whole f- it's just like out here, that's going to start a whole movement into itself. Yeah. Uh, so this this, oh whole, boy.
0: this whole concept of paying people and treating rights, them with dignity. Workers it, rights. Well, yeah. it's and it's still, let's be honest, it's still a work in progress. Oh, no, no. For to sure. this day.
2: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon, when a thought hits you.
2: So 1930s red wings were invented and that's giving you your still-toed boot mm-hmm. and that's giving you your traction. But this is like just for like And that's industrial. giving you that, that stain on your leg when you have period yeah. sex. <laughs> that's very true, your red wings. Oh my Lord. Oh, boy. Yeah, Earn the badge of honor because it really doesn't just matter. It doesn't matter. Um. So, but how does this translate to restaurant work? And it kind of, it doesn't because like all these boots are just being made for industrial workers who are right. doing like... Fucking building high rises and working in factories, you know, you know, I, I don't even, I started looking at, and I know we've talked about like uniforms and that women have to wear like through, um, this, the, the decades, um, in the, in the being waitresses and stuff. And Mm -hmm. we've been like, oh fuck, they all had to wear high heels basically. But I started, I was like, well, let's look at nurses shoes. Right. And if you start and you go back and you're kind of looking at the evolution of like nurse uniforms If you look at the same decade, like 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, um, like what waitresses are wearing, their footwear is really similar. Mm -hmm. It's basically just like that fucking leather pump with like a thicker heel, which I guess means that won't murder your feet as quickly Mm -hmm. (laughs) as like a thinner heel might. Um, But that was kind of the standard. Everybody just kind of wore before comfort wear and footwear everybody kind of just wore fucking leather shoes everywhere with heels
0: I mean mm-hmm. a, being, being quote-unquote well-heeled you know is a term for a sign of wealth or being proper in society your comfort be damned um, because you know I, I love to watch that show The Nick which is all about the modernization of medicine, um, sort of at the turn of the century where it was still really brutal. But all the nurses, of course, are like they've got their long dresses, their stocking, and they're running around in little high heeled
2: leather yep. boots all fucking day long. And nurses like servers don't ever get a break. They do not <laughs> sit down. The footwear is real, real similar. Um, but, you know, as it evolves, you see like little canvas shoes that like pop up here and there, you know, like when Chuck Taylors are invented, mm-hmm. used by like professional basketball players with like just flat as can be, maybe a little bit of traction, but that is it. Until 1970, when we have the Occupational Safety Health Act or OSHA, oh. as we know it. So an administration's created to ensure that workplace safety standards were enforced, and these standards included those that required the use of footwear that's protected in places that posed a threat to foot injuries or Mm -hmm. injuries in general. So this is a win for the restaurant world, and that paves the path for shoes that we're all now too familiar with, with the fucking... Uh, the non-slip shoe um I kind of imagine that the inventor of like the non-slip shoe was like working in a kitchen and just fucking ate shit and fell flat <laughs> on his back on a wet floor and like while he's like in pain he like looks to his right and sees a shitty kitchen mat and then yes. he, like looks down at his feet and he's just like Oh my God. Eureka. I, have, I have an idea. It's really similar to like when Doc Brown falls and hits his head on the toilet and the flux capacitor idea comes to him, is kind of how I would, I would, I would, I would kind of put it out there. That's my thought. That's how I want this non-slip shoe to be invented. But I mean, it was already happening with like industrial shoes. And there was already like if you work on a ship, fuck that, maritime, talk about a slippery place to work. They would just basically paint the decks with like non slip paint right sanded paint right you can't do that in restaurants you can't just have it'd be nice yeah sure just have like sand paint all over so you're not gonna slip um but this again paves the path for the non-slip shoe so one of the biggest brands in the business is shoes for crews we all know that name founded in 1984 um, and it was a tiny operation and these guys were making shoes for nurses again uh, out of their family apartments. Okay. Same type of hustle, you know, instead of just like slipping and sauce and soda, you slip in blood and bile. You know what I mean? But still, <laughs> still, still the same. Beautiful. Um, and of course, everyone was like, holy shit. Give me those fucking ugly ass nurse shoes, dude. Like I'm not slipping around. They're super comfortable. The bottoms are like latex or rubber. So you're getting like cushion and bounce. Mm -hmm. Please just make them in black so I can wear them at my double at Golden Corral. You know, it was was the 80s and that was popular then. So that was my that's my throwback. Um, And then it took off. And again and then just better rubber and latex grips have been designed and sleeker more attractive shoes are coming out all the time but fucking wow did it take a long time to get her Brooke? Well and I mean my god
0: you you're going like
2: we watched the e- evolution of the wheel I mean
0: wheels used to be wooden and then finally mm-hmm. we invented rubber and, they were stone. and that had grip and then they were- I know cuz it's like yeah we used to wear wood and stone and weird things on our feet and so our feet have evolved like tires because legs are the tires of the human body. And wow. what what, is,
2: what are tires? Tires are made out of rubber. Tire, you know what I mean? So we basically have to wear tires on our feet now so we don't injure ourselves on the job whether we're server, line cook, host, what have you don't want to slip on some fucking ranch dressing in the walk-in and fall and bleed out and no one finds you until your shift is over, you know, which probably has. Happened. I-, I guarantee people have slipped in a walk-in and- or a freezer and fallen and got knocked out and bad things have happened. I guarantee oh, it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Sad yeah. And scary to think about. So, where do we find these shoes, Brooke? Where did we find these shoes? Well, you know that you could always
0: get a dependable pair of smelly, synthetic rubber Ugly
2: fucking shoes from Payless. But now Payless, at least like they're brick and mortar. Bye bye. R.I.P.s, Mm -hmm. you know. No more We used to have one. uh, We had a shitty Payless in Lincoln Square in Chicago where we lived. And I definitely bought a few pairs of non-slip shoes out of that location. Mm -hmm. Um, But now Walmart seems to be cornering the market, not just for... Uh, non-slip shoes for service, but for work workers in general, they have like an, a whole OSHA approved wall. I happen to be in a Walmart, which I don't wow. frequent very often yeah. back in the fall when I was in Utah. Cause we had to, whatever, we had to grab a couple of things for like a very freezing outdoor wedding situation. Um, and they had, I mean, I'm talking like 40 or 50 pairs just like on display for like non slip shoes. I w- I mean, I was like, Brian, are you fucking seeing this? I'm pretty sure I took video of it and like put it on the put it on the feed of the podcast. Um, but <laughs> oh it's, yeah, I, you did. And I was like, those are. I I found myself being like, oh my god, those are cute. Oh my god, those are still the same shitty ones they've always made. It was funny for me to be like, well, these didn't exist when I was <laughs> when I was a young pup and could you know would only pay. for a pair of work shoes, you know. Um, But what's interesting is that while OSHA standards protect our feet at work, it's been ruled that your workplace is not required to pay for your footwear. Even though they might say you have to have a pair of non-slip shoes, they're not considered PPE. It was like just went through and actually a court here in California that they are not required. It is not PPE, which fucking really? Like think about... All the things you need to protect you in the, at the workplace, right? And this is, like, COVID aside. Yes, whatever. Masks, all this shit that workplaces are now required to give you. But it's, like, wouldn't you rather be, like, here's a stipend? At least we'll pay for this much right. of your shoe as like, opposed I, to, like, like how about you wear every, shoes.
0: Mm-hmm. Every six and, months, here's a new shoe stipend. Yeah, we, for sure. we know how much wear and tear and just the exposure to weird, like, Like you were saying, mop water and odd foods that get dropped on your shoe. It's so much more than the average person is ever exposed to at work. Like, that's the nature of the job. So it just seems so ridiculous that, you know, they give you that ugly ass fucking pullover shirt that says Applebee's but they won't give you
1: <laughs> you know
0: the, the shoes to ensure everyone's safety so that someone you know doesn't end up out for a couple weeks with a thrown out back exactly
2: they, and what's going to cost more money in the long mm-hmm. run you paying off a bunch of workman's comp or like you just being like here's 30 bucks or being like here is a really specific branded shoe that like says Applebee's on it which I kind of think would be super fun to have like Applebee's shoes because then you know the fucking shoe nerds of the world would want to get their hands on them and then they would be coveted. And even though they stink like fucking riblets, you could probably still make a pretty penny once you quit the job is all I'm saying. Uh, So (laughs) I'm saying here with the, with the shoes. Um, But yeah. And and like you said, the Holy grail of restaurant shoes are the dance codes and Crocs, which are just. sabots When you think about it, Sabots, and also the
0: Holy grail of shoes. Once again, in the medical field, any mm-hmm. of these, any of these jobs where you have long hours of really fatiguing your legs and your back and your little tootsies, mm-hmm. the dance goes are, had I stayed in the industry long enough, I would have finally invested in myself and a pair of dance goes. But thank God now we do have the other end of the spectrum. Crocs are by far
2: more affordable. I mean, there's still 50 bones. Yeah, but they have holes in them and they don't necessarily have backs is my only, I work, I wear dance goes to work. And I love them. Yes.
0: And I would say that the Crocs are a little more, you'll see that back of house. Yeah. Because uh, I also feel like your boss would probably, if you're on the floor, Crocs are a little harder to get away with. And I would be curious how quickly you can actually move in them.
2: They look like
0: they're hard to move gracefully in.
2: Right? You kind of just be able to need to be able to pivot from like cold line to hot line you're just moving back and forth you know yeah and i would never in a million years wear crocs to wash dishes in oh boy oh boy Oh god no i think just like anybody who's like the dish pig i'm just gonna say it only because it's a term that we have coined i'm not calling it just a hilarious name james done the dish pig (laughs) specifically i there should just be like you just always get a new pair of shoes like every month because you can you imagine how quickly those shoes are just being Fucking destroyed. I mean, the fact that you're not just wearing galoshes, you know, is also
0: mind-blowing. Anyways. Anyways. They should just just be in a head-to-toe, like, dock worker, you know. You should be wearing a a rain
2: jacket, (laughs) galoshes, an umbrella. And if if it's... If it's not going your way, just fucking throw your sabot into the dishwasher and break it, and hopefully you'll get what you want. You you, they'll meet your demands. (laughs) Sabotage
0: the dish pit. I wonder if it's sabot or sabo. Did you look up the phonetic?
2: I just I'm saying sabot like sabotage sabotage sabotage. Ah, That's what I'm saying
0: sabot sabot sabot. So interesting. I fucking love that.
2: Mm -hmm. So that is your add on for some shoes. Some this is a very non-slippery edition of this yeah.
0: episode. Yeah, we're going to really
2: gain traction with this episode. I think is also what we're going to do, Brooke. <laughs> Uh, I I can't I can't top that
0: I can't top that
2: (laughs) well you guys if you have any fun topics you want us to dive into nerd out for 20 minutes on add on send them our way other than that Brooke that's it we'll see you next week we will